There is nothing worse than untapped potential. If you know that you're made for more, this is the place. I know that every successful person I've ever met has one thing in common. They do not let themselves fall victim to their circumstances. They figure out a way to rise above it. So join me on this journey where I help you to be better, do better, and have better in life and in business. If you're feeling stuck and you're needing some practical tools, some hope to get you to that better life, this is definitely the place for you. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. You guys welcome to the Unsug podcast. I get a chance to talk to my new friend, Sammy and Nate Yeager from all the way over in Australia. I am going to, you know, re- replay this conversation just so I can listen to your beautiful accent. I swear. And I'm <laughs> so excited you guys, because it's so interesting that I literally had a conversation with one of my very good friends yesterday about how hard it is in her relationship and her marriage with her goals as being an entrepreneur and trying to manage their household and all the things. And so I just think that it's such an amazing conversation that we're about to have. You guys, Sammy and Nate are an amazing couple who love to help couples basically continue to date each other is how they describe it. And they just want to make sure that couples kind of maintain their relationship because it makes their lives better and the world better around them. Is that a pretty decent explanation, guys? It really is. Thank you so much for having us. You are so welcome. Okay, so I think that you're going to do a way better job than what I just gave you. So tell us a little bit about you guys, what your mission is, how you help people today. Yeah, do you want to take the reins, Nate? Oh, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we launched Fuel Collective in 2019 um, with the attitude of service. Um, so our intention is to help couples create better relationships so that we can all have a better world. Um, Nathan and I both really fundamentally believe that the quality of our relationships determines the quality of our lives. And without quality relationships, and particularly romantic relationships, it kind of all gets a bit bland and a bit like, what's the point of all of this? Mm -hmm. So we had the experience where we were in our sort of mid to late 20s, and we knew more than a handful of couples who had gone through really awful breakups, and in some cases, divorce. And we realized that there was a pattern here where a lot of these couples had come from homes or environments where either one or both couple, both people in the couple had never seen a healthy, happy, thriving relationship up close before. So they'd come from a family dynamic where that that had never been modeled to them. And then they'd gone out into the world, they'd met their person, stepped into love, made a commitment to do life together. And then they were finding it really, really hard because they were lacking some of the foundational relationship and life skills to co-create life together. Wow. So. Yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah, so we I we sort of started looking around the market to go, well, where where do you learn this stuff if you haven't had a, a family environment um to do that? Where where do you learn that? And it's definitely not at school. Um so we we looked in the market and there's kind of like information around for people who are dating and they're trying to find their person, how to show up well on the apps and ask the questions <laughs> on the first date, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a little smidge of information available for sort of pre-marriage counseling. Like after you've already made a decision and you're, you know, on the runway to, to getting married. You're already committed. Yeah, you're already committed. Um, and then there's a ton of information for you've been together for a while, stuff's 
kind of gone a bit stale or a bit pear-shaped and it's not quite working, but there's this big gap between, oh, I think I've found my person. How do I stress test that? And how do we go about co-creating our values and our um, vision for our life together before we've said, let's do this forever and ever and ever? Yeah, that's amazing. That's what we help. That's what we help couples to do. And, you know, I love that so much because what you're doing is you're teaching people how to have this really healthy foundation before there are problems. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's you know, yeah. you an idea. Like I went to the chiropractor today. I have a very good friend who's a chiropractor and he has explained to me the just the importance of wellness and preventative medicine, right? And I think that so oftentimes we, we shoot for the things that are going to fix our problems instead of trying to put our focus and energy into preventing them in the first place. And so I love that that's where your heart came from. And you guys, you know, I, I have been with my husband since I was 17 years old. I I joke that we've been stuck with each other for a long time, but I am so blessed with, with the way that we met and how we've been able to create our family and, and all the things, but life can get hard. And especially throw a couple kids in the mix and a job and all the things It can be really hard to, to kind of keep things in that healthy balance. And I got to just ask you, um, you guys seem so stinking cute. Do you, you know, can you, can you, you know, give us any idea of a time where you personally have had to execute the things that you're trying to share for other people? So I guess we were in a very similar boat to you. So we've, we've met at high school and, um, and have really been, well, we were friends initially and then we moved in as housemates um, during university. Um, and so we've been together since we were 19 as well. So, but we've, We've been married for what eight or nine years now. Yeah, coming up on nine. Yeah, and so like you were saying, that life does get hard, and and you end up yeah having to navigate different things like yeah throughout your whole marriage and things mm-hmm. like that. So so what we've kind of found is that there's these eight major areas of our lives that can can kind of be running full or empty at any one point in time. Okay. So those eight areas are yourself like how you're feeling about yourself and mm-hmm. um and so health and fitness and everything comes into that as well and and your passions and things like that there's your romantic relationship the mm-hmm. two of us together your relationships and networks everybody else around you and and yeah, family dynamics and friends and everything like that and you've got humming households so like actually trying to run your household and and just keep shit together really right food in the the fridge close to where yeah well that's it (laughs) a bed to sleep in yeah then then the next area is career and business so that's really kind of about yourself and and understanding where the two of you both sit in your relationship to Mm -hmm. building that life together yeah then there's like your wealth and lifestyle area as well and then the world so that's really about like doing something bigger for the world rather than Mm -hmm. just just existing and then the future so that's really like what's your plan for the future so what we've kind of found is that at any one point in time throughout our relationship one one or two one or two or multiple of those tanks could be really full Mm. or they could be really empty and that you've kind of neglected them for a while or you've got a real big issue within one of those areas which can really get you stuck and so so what we've kind of been able to do over over the last 10 or 12 years that we've been together is is actually check in on each of those tanks and work out which areas of our life we are stuck in at any one point in time 
and then actively be able to kind of focus on that area, set some goals for the next 12 months or whatever it might be to get us out of that stuck area. I think that you just, you know, basically acknowledge two things. Number one is the awareness of it. So if you don't have the awareness that your tank is lower or, you know, you're struggling with an area, then it's hard to fix it. And then the second thing that you just mentioned is the communication between the two of you, right? So I don't know about you two, but I've learned over the last 25 years I've been with my husband that I'm not psychic and neither is he. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Crystal balls don't come with your relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Or your partner. So the communication is huge, but sometimes it's hard because we have emotions. And when we're, when we're really tied with somebody, our emotions can be really entangled and we can presume or assume things that, that really just basic communication can help solve. So I love that. And I want to make sure you guys that we um, put all of those different sections or categories in the show notes so that people have an easy access to them because they're brilliant. So yeah. We've bundled, um, we've bundled them up and we've actually got a diagnostic tool so that we've got a quiz that people can do and they can check in on all of these tanks for themselves and go, well, how is this area of our life going right now? Because the, the intent isn't to have all eight tanks firing at full capacity all yeah. the time. That's yeah. just not how life works, right? But if you can get to the point where you can much faster, you can have a much faster process at diagnosing, well, what is it specifically that is stuck? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, people can jump onto the website, fuelcollective.com.au forward slash quiz, um, and it's there, and they can use awesome. this for the, themselves. Yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, one of the things that I've noticed about my audience specifically is that people that listen to the Unsuck podcast just know that they want better for themselves. The The whole preference of being stuck means that you don't want to be where you are. You want to be somewhere else, right? And so you're ready to make that effort to get unstuck. And we want mm-hmm. better. Now, one of the things that I've found in a lot of conversations that I've had with people is that one of the, the members of the couple are on this growth trajectory, right, where they want better. And then the other one is kind of stuck but doesn't want to get unstuck, if that makes any sense, right? Yeah. So yeah. they have this, this growth journey that is not in alignment. So what kind of things would you say to people to either prevent that from happening in the first place, right, so that you can stay in that growth, you know, journey together? Or mm-hmm. how do you bring yourself back together? Yeah, so Nathan and I went through exactly what you just described probably about four or five years ago now. Um, but I had been working um, in, in a career in a, in a job that I really loved um, in an environment full of entrepreneurs. And I was it was a training and education company um, and I was attending events every week um, with our community where I was being exposed to new ideas and new concepts and just going through a huge um, growth trajectory personally, professionally, with my network. Um, and I really liked who I was becoming. I really yeah. liked a lot of the things that I was experiencing in growth. And it was over the space of sort of three years while I was working, particularly working with, in this environment, um, where I, I didn't have three years of growth. I feel like I did multiple MBAs in <laughs> in that time yeah and I I went from strength to strength I got promoted a couple of times and I my level of responsibility um was tenfold from my first day to my last day and it was probably about 
half probably 18 months into that um me being in that environment where we really noticed that um well I really noticed that I was moving at rapid speed and growing and evolving and consuming new ideas um, and approaching the world in different ways and Nath was the same Nath had been at the same job with the same people with the same routine um for what felt like an eternity to me um and it got scary because Mm -hmm. I I liked where I was going I liked who I was becoming but I definitely had a sense that I was leaving my person behind yeah and that the gap between us was getting bigger and bigger and bigger day after day and I wasn't so worried about the like right now but I knew that if I continued to grow on that growth trajectory and Nath continued to stand still we were going to have problems um and there was things where um because of that growth I was just I was taking the lead. I was taking the lead on mm-hmm. our um, relationships and network and making sure that our social calendar was still full. You know, I was still taking the lead on our, our house and making sure that our, our you know, groceries were in the fridge and we had clean clothes to wear and um, our home was somewhat of a nice, clean, tidy environment, pleasant environment to be in. Um, you know, I was taking a massive lead on my career. I was taking I was at the front, I was on the ship, I was driving my career um, and Nath was taking a back seat on a lot of those things. But the thing that was he was taking a back seat on that was most concerning was his sense of self and his own personal development and growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it did, it came to a head and we, um, yeah, it, it the, the, the gory details or the nitty-gritty is that um, I had... I had I'd felt like I had communicated to Nate on a handful of um, times that, mm-hmm. hey, like, I feel like I'm driving the ship here. I know mm-hmm. I'm the extrovert. I know that I'm the the organized, diligent yeah. one, but I, I can't do this 100% of the time. Like, I, I can play to my strengths and do my part. Um, for a lot of the things, 80% of the time, not even, I'm, I'm not expecting transactional 50-50. Right. That's not what I want for us. Yeah. Um, but I really need you to step up. I really need you to play a bigger role in your life and our life together. And you not showing up in your life is now impacting our life. Um, so there had been, a, yeah, a, a very specific ask from me to the Nath to plan a weekend away for us. Um, and it came to that moment. And what did you do? What happened, babe? <laughs> So I so, yeah. We can laugh. We can laugh about this now. Yeah. So I, I want to get into you know all of the things, the details on how you brought that back. But I want to ask Nath um, because there are going to be people who are listening to this that are probably yeah. more like Sammy, right? Because they're like on this growth trajectory, right? And I would love to hear Nath from your perspective. What was going through your mind when this was happening? Were, is it something that you were noticing? What What were you feeling at the time, so that we can start to empathize with our partners who might not be in the same space that we are? Yeah. Well, I, I think for me, I I didn't really feel too much to be honest, like through a lot of this, because I I, I was stuck. I was I was sitting in my own well. I was sitting in the stands of my own life. I wasn't on the court. Mm-hmm. I wasn't driving it. I was just kind of sitting there being a spectator going, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I can I can see what's <laughs> going on. I, 
I'm, I'm happy to go to work and, and do my job and, and do my thing and come home and and that was about it really um, yeah. and yeah and so I think what what really kind of flipped the switch for me was that I, I realized that I, I wasn't designing a life that I actually wanted to live and that I, I wanted to be a part of and and I think I just lost what I was actually passionate about yeah. um I didn't I didn't understand that I didn't realize that I could really make a change to to be able to do those things that I loved and be with the person I loved and and really experience life fully um so I, I mean it definitely was a it was a challenging period and I, and I was I think I think I didn't realize what I wasn't doing um I think because I, I saw Sammy achieving all these things and and really really excelling at everything that she was doing, I thought that she was she was doing fine, that she was she was kicking ass, she was achieving all this stuff, yeah. she was like being being a boss and, and really moving forward. And so I thought that me standing still didn't actually make a difference really. Yeah. That I was I was still yeah, I was still contributing, I was still Yeah. Uh, yeah, con- contributing in my own ways, but I don't think I really understood the impact of, of what I was or what was happening by me standing still. So I want to get into just what made you have that aha moment and all of the tips that you have to bring people, you know, back together after I tell you guys all about this quick weekend getaway that I have planned to help people totally smash their social media games. So you guys hold tight and then we're going to get back to our conversation with Sammy and Nathan just a second. Hey, Lachelle Weemy here, and I got to ask you, are you feeling like you're always on your freaking phone and you're trying to run your business, your family's complaining about you always being on your phone, you feel like you're winging it constantly, and all you want to do is have a strategy that lets you be 100% authentic and you are literally attracting the right people to you? Oh my goodness, that was me too. And I had to figure out a system that would make that work. I, and I totally nailed it. I have a program all designed to help you do that too, including a chance to spend in the entire day with me so I can help you write copy that attracts people and you will literally be done for an entire year. If that sounds like it's something that you need, we totally need to talk. Go ahead and click this link and let's get started. All right, you guys. So let's get back to this conversation because Sammy and Nath, I really do want to hear, you know, how you were able to come out of that because I think that myself and so many of the people that are listening can totally relate to this. And I want to start with Nath. I want you to tell us a little bit about what was that aha moment that you had where all of a sudden all of these, you got out of autopilot and you started to decide, right, that, hey, maybe I do want to explore my passions. Maybe I do want more than just, you know, this existence that I have yeah so it comes back to this weekend away that I was going to organize for us yeah and I had I was stuck in the decision of what I what I wanted us to do basically and that was that was kind of why I hadn't organized anything I was like oh what I don't know if I want to go up the coast to the beach I don't know whether I want to go to a wine region or like I I just was stuck in actually the the decision making process and what I realized was I got to this long weekend and I had literally nothing planned because I had planned to be going away, but I hadn't organized anything. And I realized that I was cheating myself out of life by not being able to make decisions and not being able to do the things that I really love because 
we love going wine tasting. We love like <laughs> we love doing those things. We love going to the beach and spending time together. We love we love having weekends away, and yet my inaction and my lack of decision making and my lack of growth and everything was cheating myself out of doing those things that I loved. Yeah, that's really insightful. And so Sammy and Nate, like, tell me, was this weekend kind of the thing that kind of brought everything together? Tell us a little bit about that or the rest of the journey that you had. Yeah, it really did. So um, in the heat of the moment, I was very hurt um, and I was really disappointed because I'd felt like I'd given Nate the reins and freedom and flexibility to like I, I don't even care what we do. I just want to spend some time with you. And it's really important to me that you make the plans and you drive this ship and you show up in our relationship the way that you want to create an experience for us. Um, and it's probably one of the few times in our relationship where I've removed myself from like in proximity. And it was like, you know, we were meant to go away for a long weekend. It's Friday afternoon, Friday evening. And I took myself to the gym. I went to the gym for like two or three hours um, <laughs> and cried on the phone to my girlfriend and um, made myself unavailable, which is was very unlike me. Mm-hmm. Um, we might take distance if we were having conflict, but I would have, it was very, it had weight that I left. Yeah. Weight that I removed myself from the environment. Um, and while I was gone, um, I have auto do not disturb on my phone mm-hmm. so that when it hits 10 p.m., I had no more calls, no more notifications, nothing. And in that time um, that I'd been away from home, my phone had clicked to do not disturb. And what I realized after was that Nate had tried to call me a few times. And I obviously had not got any notification, mm-hmm. yeah. didn't know that he'd been trying to call me. I was at my earbuds in sweating away at the gym working through my anger um yeah and I I came home and I think that I hadn't because I had not been available to him and I was gone and I had been gone for a few hours Mm -hmm. I think it's honestly I think it scared me I think Mm -hmm. it really unintentionally was like, oh, fuck, I've really fucked up here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't ask if we can swim. <laughs> yeah. I really messed up here. What, whatever really the question is, girlfriend, <laughs> it's all okay. Yeah. So I think that was the the, the gravity of that um, experience for both of us was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is not just hurting future us now. This is hurting us now now right right you're and and Nate at some point you're going to have to be able to step up and make decisions for yourself and for us and I I want you to do that I want you to do that I need you to do that because we can't have this happen again like yeah. I, I won't I won't allow for this to happen to us again or I won't yeah um so I had had um quite a few friends go through a particular um, personal development um, experience a weekend away and I had said to Nathan like I think that um, you might get a lot of value out of this mm-hmm. and that's where my um, contribution kind of stopped I was like I, I can't fix this for you um, yeah. I, can't. I, I had to make the decision for myself you have to, to go and do something work. you have to take action here I don't know what the action is here's a suggestion but you have to take some action mm-hmm. um, so maybe I'll hand back to you for what yeah. that action was <laughs> I wanted to say really quickly that one of the things that I have noticed in every single successful person I've ever listened to, heard of, 
talked to, whatever, read about, is that successful people do not let themselves fall victims to their circumstances. They figure out a way to be accountable for their choices and accountable for their own lives, right? And that moment where you had to make that decision to be accountable is what changed everything, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and okay. so it was it was literally that night that I went and booked into this personal development course. So it was still a yeah. few weeks away or something. Like it wasn't wasn't yeah. gonna be instant an instant change or anything mm -hmm. like that. But even just taking that first step to to changing, I think demonstrated something at least. Um right. even though I, I didn't have all the solutions, I didn't have the answers right in front of me, I was on that journey to be able to find them. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, you guys. So the last part of our conversation, I really would love for you to to give our audience tips, tricks, your best advice to keep everything just flowing that we haven't already discussed. Yeah. So we've got what we call our recipe for a fueled up relationship, and it's made up of six key ingredients. And this, these are the six things that um, have helped and supported us and some of our community to keep and create a, a really active, thriving, fueled up relationship. Um, so the first one um, is our annual game plan. So every year, Nathan and I take one or two days to make an annual game plan for the year. We talk about um, what went well last year, what we're going to do for the year coming up, what are our commitments, what are um, some of the logistical things, what are our goals, what's our intention, um, what are we going to focus on this year? And that really sets the, the baseline for the, the next 12 months. Um, yeah. And I think I think one thing important to add there too is that we have we have shared goals. We have things that we're achieving together. But we've also got our own personal goals. Right. So just because Sammy wants to achieve something doesn't mean I'm going to want to achieve that as well. So right. I think it's really important that that we individually set some goals. And mm -hmm. Sammy's could be to this to year is to learn how to surf. Yeah. <laughs> One of them. Yeah. yeah. So but it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be anything massive. I think it's just about choosing something little that you can focus on that you can really help to move you to that life you want to really be living. Absolutely. And I think that what one of the things that you just said was that you identify goals together, right? And then you have separate goals, but then you can determine how you support one another in their individual goals. And when you mm. are working on your own goals and your partner is supporting you in big ways and small, you feel loved, you feel appreciated, you feel respected. And that is so amazing to be able to just say it out loud like hey this is what i would love to accomplish this year and hey how can i help you do that is, is yeah, something yeah. that's really really powerful okay what were what are the other ones so that leads that leads perfectly into um our second one which is our seasonal sessions so um at the change of the season um nathan and i normally go for brunch we take a couple of hours to just reflect on how are we tracking how was the last 90 days how is what have we got coming up for the next 90 days like What's, what do we need to keep doing? What do we need to stop doing? Um, yeah. And are we on track or do we need to put some fuel into some of the maybe ne neglected or forgotten about goals? Because mm -hmm. 90 days yeah. is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, so then the next thing we do is that every month we do a tank check that we talked about before. So we check in with each of the each of the eight fuel tanks of our life just yeah. to really gauge gauge where we're at, how we're feeling in each of those areas. I think a lot, a lot of stuff can happen in a month. Like you could lose your job. You could, there could be all sorts of stuff that could happen. Yeah. So we just always Sick relative. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we always do a, a little tank check every month just to 
make sure that we're across and that we understand kind of where all of these eight areas of our life is and if there's anything that we really need to focus on for the next month. Is that something that you do by just like reading off the different categories and kind of self-assess that way? Or do you just take the quiz that you guys offer um, individually every month? Sometimes we do the quiz and then sometimes we do pen and paper, depending on if we're at the cafe or where we are at. Um, But basically we'll go on a scale of like zero being this is, empty this feels really hard right now this is not a lot of fun like right through to five and this is thriving this is easy this is awesome I love how this is working at the moment and we just gut feel and the the intent here isn't for us to both be at fives on everything the the thing that we're trying to highlight is do we both know it's awesome or do we both know that it's not it's empty and it's crap and it needs some attention. Yeah. It's, alignment it's about course. the alignment yeah. because if we both know that, yeah, that's not really working, then we can make active change. Whereas if Nate thinks it's awesome and I think it's really crap, that's kind of where yeah. the problem actually comes from because wow. there's a mismatch. That's amazing. That's so insightful. And you're a hundred percent right. Because if things are really hard for me and my husband has no idea, it's it, we're in a disalignment. And I love that because sometimes we can have unrealistic expectations for ourselves, right? We mm. think because we watch social media or Pinterest or whatever the thing to think that all of our stuff should be at a five all the time. And if it's not, there's something wrong with us, but it's not that it's literally just where are our numbers in comparison to each other and you know do we need to get back in alignment i love that thank you for sharing yeah yeah i think it's really important too and the power of these eight different tanks is that it get it helps you zone in what the actual problem is it's, mm-hmm. you know if you ask that question generally of like hey nath how do you feel our relationship's going at the moment um <laughs> it, that's not that might not bring up the fact that hey our, you know our, our food shopping food prep dishes process has really not been working like you're not going to get to that from how's our relationship at the moment whereas if you ask a very specific question about how do you feel about how our household is humming along at the moment you'll get to that answer a whole lot faster yes that's brilliant i love it yeah what's the next one that that helps us a lot so then number four is our two by two by two date night Oh. Um, so we thought we we heard about this like of all places on a Reddit random Reddit thread, um, oh. and we've taken it and we've made it our own. So um, twice a month we do a date night. Um, so Nath will take um, organize something in the first half of the month. So the first fifteen days it's up to him to organize a date, and in the okay. back half of the the month it's up to me to organize a date. Um, so we each take it in turns to host and organize something. So that's the first two. The second two is that every two months um, we aim for a night away. Um, for, for our relationship, we found it's really important for us to get outside of our environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some people push back on this. They're like, oh, that seems expensive or that's a lot of time. Or For us, the investment is just so worth it. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get 10 years down the track and we're unhappy and miserable and yeah. not connected because we we're resistant to spending a little bit of time and money and energy in our relationship. Yeah. yeah and the conversations we have when we're away is completely different to what we yeah. have at home. There's so many distractions at home and there's, there's always something to do. Whereas oh, when totally. you're away in a different environment, you have completely different conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to ask this because there are going to be people who are listening that are saying like, okay, but what about the kids? Mm-hmm. What advice I, have you I, given to people who have to struggle you know, grandpa and grandma are not available to watch the kids. Like, what do I do? Yeah. 
I, I, we don't have kids, like full transparency, we don't have kids. So my prescriptive advice may not be from a place of reality, but from, mm -hmm. from my perception is that once upon a time, children were raised in communities and networks mm -hmm. and that, that it takes a village to raise a family. If you have one, two, three, four other close friends who have kids at a similar age, make the deal, make the commitment to each other that, hey, when you guys have date night, we'll take the kids for two hours and then in exchange, we want you to do it for us. And I think if you can establish um, a handful of relationship and network, and that's where that tank comes in, to support you, because mm -hmm. I'm sure that yourself and your husband, you want to see your friends and their marriage succeed. Yes. And I'm sure your friends want to see you and your marriage succeed. So I think there's an element of vulnerability here and mm -hmm. saying, hey, we our relationship really needs this. We really need two hours, three hours a month or a fortnight or a biweekly or whatever. Mm -hmm. This rhythm yeah. might not be right for you. You choose yeah. your own rhythm, It's about, but it's mm -hmm. about making the commitment and uh, having some vulnerability to ask for help. Like, yes, I love that. About. I love that. And I think that so often, especially here in America, I feel like we have this rugged individualism where we, at least mm -hmm. in my circle, it's hard to ask for help because it makes you appear weak. Right. But I think mm -hmm. that we have to get away from that because you're absolutely right that we do have to come together and, and raise our families and raise our, our ch children, raise ourselves in a community. Mm -hmm. And when you can be vulnerable enough, you can serve other people and it's a beautiful thing. So that's a wonderful, wonderful um, idea. I love it. I'm going to absolutely try it. So thank you. Find it. See if you can build a little pod. Um, and then the third two in the two by two by two is that um, twice a year we try and take a week away. COVID has kind of squished that for us the past two years, but um, we, we love travel. It's really high on our values. Um, the original Reddit thread was, yeah, go two two dates a month every two months go away for night away and then every two years take a vacation but two, doesn't every two years doesn't work for us i love that and then so was that four right that was so number four so five, two four. more so ingredient number five so ingredient number five is happy hour so every week on generally on a sunday afternoon or something like that we will um run through and ask each other a few questions. So the first one is appreciation. So like, what what would you like to be appreciated for and what would I like to give appreciation for? Um, so that's just really about connecting with your partner and just acknowledging what's going on for the last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The next one is calendar. So just take, taking a quick look ahead for the week, what's on the next, what's on for the next mm -hmm. week? What are we committed to? What's, yeah. what's going on? Uh, next one is food. So what are we gonna eat? Who's gonna do the prep? Like, yep, everything about food because yeah. we love food too. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a good time. On the agenda. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the next one is money. Um, so like, the easiest way to do this check is literally just open up your your phone banking app and just have a look. Uh, are you where you expected? Have you spent more? Have you got a bit of cash lying around? Like, where where are you at? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next thing to chat about is expectations. So what are you liking? What are you not liking? What do you want more of? How are you feeling about your body? Sex chat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then the final thing is a few quick little questions we'd like to run through as well. So how did you feel this week? Like, was it a good week? Was it a bad week? Like, how, how are you feeling in general? Um, how connected do you feel to me? 
checking in with your relationship. What would you like me to apologize for? So this is a this is a pretty mm. big question that does take a fair bit of vulnerability and can be a little yeah. bit awkward to begin with, but it's one of those things that really helps prevent resentment in our relationship. Yeah. That yeah. If there's something that's happened a couple of times during the weeks and we can just be like, hey, I would I really didn't like that you left your socks lying around. <laughs> it's not your socks. I'll give a better example. So <laughs> when we first started doing this. Um, there was something that I had been playfully teasing Nath about and I didn't realise that it had crossed a line where it was no longer playful and fun anymore and that it was actually quite hurtful. Okay. Um, I won't bring it up because obviously now I know it's hurtful. Yeah, yeah, um, right. But, yeah, in, in context of me actually asking, hey, is there something you want me to apologise for, Nath had a, contest, a really safe container to honestly answer that and be like well yes actually you're this thing that you're doing is is hurting me and i i prefer that you don't do that anymore but yeah so i, I this is a really important question it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. but it's worth it but you can start with the little things too like it doesn't yeah. you don't need to you don't need to word bomb everything else <laughs> out that you you've ever held a gun for or... for the next 52 yeah. weeks <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so you can start small and then, and then work your way up yeah, that's great. Um, so the next question is, uh, then what are our priorities for the week? Um, mm-hmm. Health, wealth, career, what's going on for the week? Mm-hmm. Um, and where can I help you? So, like, how can I support you? Is there anything this week that you really need support with? How can I, like, make your life easier? So so that's normally our Sunday afternoon chat. It's, like, less than an hour, and we're normally doing it over a wine or something anyway. So I'm, I'm just going to yeah. ask this, but is there somewhere on your website or something that you guys have a list of your happy hour questions that we can? Yeah, absolutely. So we've packed, we've packaged up all six of these um, key ingredients and a couple of links and resources okay. and things for people to use. Yeah. So it's at fuelcollective.com.au forward slash. Okay. Recipe. We'll make sure to definitely put that in the show notes that everybody has access yeah. because this is fantastic. And then are we on to the sixth ingredient then? Yes, the sixth ingredient, sixth, the sixth and last ingredient. So you probably noticed that we went from annual, um, quarterly, monthly, every other week, weekly, and now we're at daily. So um, daily is an attitude of gratitude. So probably, it was probably maybe like six or seven years ago, I read a book by Sean Aker, the author of um, The Happiness Advantage. And he talked about the way that happiness is intentional. Happiness is Mm -hmm. something you choose and you create for yourself. It's not on the other side of something. Yes. Happiness um, creates success success doesn't create happiness so we implemented this quite a few years ago um, but each night um, we write down three things that we're grateful for and if we want to take a little bit further it's like well why are you grateful for that Um, it doesn't have to be profound it's like oh I just really loved um, that coffee or it was I'm so grateful that we live where we live and I could take the dog for a walk in the park or I'm really grateful that um, you supported me with that thing or I'm really they don't have to be huge monumental things, just the little things, but it rewires your brain to look for positive intent in your partner, in yourself, in the world. Um, and it helps you feel like we're living in a much better place. Um, yes. Yeah. And it was really transformational for us. So we don't, yeah, we, we don't make a big thing of it. We just have a little notebook that sits mm-hmm. on our, our bedside table. We generally do it either like as we're winding down um, for the evening teeth and stuff, having that chat. Um, or as we've just got into bed. I love that, you guys. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, I just have to tell you that the 
ironic part of our conversation today is that I had a conversation with my son, my 12-year-old son earlier today, and he asked me, he's like, mom, if you had two weeks left to live, what would you do? And I'm like, well, that's easy, honey. I would spend it with you guys. It's like you'd spend it with your family. You spend it with the people that are, are closest to you. And I think that sometimes, especially people like myself, who's very driven and career or goal oriented, it's easy for us to, to forget about our priorities. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, if I had two weeks left, that's what I would do. Right. And so when yeah. we have the, the ability to keep our priorities a priority in the middle of trying to make everything else in our life better, that's going to help everything else in our life be better, right? And so you guys have just given us an amazing, amazing foundation to keep our priorities a priority, to keep the, mm -hmm. the things that are, that are closest to us and the most impactful in, in all of our goals, in every single aspect of our life, to be to be nurtured. And so I just thank you so much for your, for your wisdom and sharing your vulnerability and all the things I'm going to absolutely make sure everybody has access to, to how to follow you, how to work with you, all of the things that you guys have so that if you can be a blessing to them, then that would be amazing. So thank you so much for, for joining me today. Thank you so much for yes, having us and letting you. us share some of our story. Cause we, that's Yay. the point we want to empower couples to create something amazing and something they're really proud of. Me too. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Untucked Podcast. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. And don't forget to check out the show notes if you want to get into my private club, The Better Club, to be able to learn better ways to be better, do better, and have better. So until next time, keep showing up. Let's get unstuck together. Have a great day.